Hey there, this is episode 14 of the Balance Fi podcast, How to Pay Off Debt, Financial Security Step 7. Welcome to the Balance Fi podcast, where we talk about balancing intentional debt payoff, saving money, and actually living your life. I'm your host, Raylia, small business owner, wife, girl mom, nonprofit co-founder, and money nerd. This is an audio version of the Balanced Five blog, because I know how hard it is to find time to sit down and read literally anything. Instead, you can get quick bits of money knowledge on the go. I want to help you learn to control your money instead of letting your money control you. Let's get started. Paying off debt will free up money every month and help you feel financially free. A strategic debt payoff plan will help keep you focused in the long term. But you do need to plan to pay off debt. If you haven't already, go back to financial security step number five and create a debt payoff plan. Make sure to download the debt payoff planner because it's going to be essential to figuring out how much you need to pay each month. You'll need to refer to it every time you pay off a debt because the rolling payment amount will change. The rolling payment adds the minimum payment of that first debt that you pay off to the minimum payment of the next debt. Pay the rolling payment amount on your focus debt, which is the one you're really hardcore paying off, as well as the minimums on your other debts. As you pay off more debt, your rolling payment will grow and you'll make faster progress on your payoff plan. You do need to decide which debt payoff order you want to use, though. Choose a method that keeps you motivated and engaged in the process, because it's going to be a long one. So you have three options. Number one is the debt snowball method, which involves paying off debt in order of the smallest balance to the highest. Number two is the debt avalanche method where you pay off your debts in order of interest rates from highest to lowest. And the final way to pay off debt is the hybrid method. So that's just a combination of the two. You can choose an order that makes sense to you and helps you remain focused. So when you're using the debt snowball method, you are going to probably end up paying off more interest. Um, We went over this in more detail in the debt payoff episode, but debt snowball method uh, causes you to pay more interest, but it's probably more motivating. Just you get those quick wins earlier on. The debt avalanche method results in paying less interest, but it can be harder mentally. So that's why my husband and I are using the hybrid method. Uh, We paid off a couple of really small debts and then started focusing on our debts based on the interest rates to kind of reduce those expenses over time. You should factor your minimum debt payments into your monthly budget. Uh, Step six is to create a budget. So go back and listen to that episode if you need to and check out the show notes for a link. You build your budget around the minimum payments and other fixed expenses. You put any extra in your budget toward additional payments on your focused debt. So basically, you're paying the minimums on your debts. You're you know, paying your mortgage, buying groceries, all the stuff you need to keep alive. And then if you have money left over, that goes towards your focused debt as an additional payment. 
When you get unexpected money, like a tax refund, a bonus, a stimulus payment, put that towards an additional debt payment too. Um, As you get more comfortable with your finances and budgeting, you'll find areas where you can cut costs or look for ways to make more money. And this will let you redo your budget and free up more money to put towards your debt payments, making those extra payments. Save money where you can to pay off debt. Finding new ways to be frugal is going to be the easiest way to pay off debt. It might not be the most cost effective, but it's definitely the easiest. You can work hard to make more money, but that's not always an option. Um, And it's probably going to be harder to get started. Uh, You can't always just jump into a second job or picking up extra shifts or even a side gig. It takes time to get all of that started. You can start saving money today though, and you'll see results sooner that way. You can save in little ways. There are some really easy areas to cut spending, like eating out, convenience foods, lattes, uh, that's my weakness, gas station sodas on the way home from work, etc. Gas, groceries, clothing, kids' activities, and toys. Easy is a relative term, but it's a lot simpler to save money on groceries than it is to move to a cheaper home. Tracking your spending and following a budget are the best ways to start saving money. You need to know where you're wasting money to be able to change your habits and redirect those funds. Challenge yourselves to spend less in the grocery category than you did last month. Or to not eat out one weekend day each week. Or to save on gas. I recommend budgeting some fun money for each adult so that you can still have some indulgences in your life. And this has helped my husband and I both cut down on the amount we spend as a family on snacks while driving or at work. Um, There will be a link in the show notes to a blog post about how to budget for fun money. It allows us to save individually for larger purchases that we want to make, but that aren't really family-oriented or aligned with our overall financial goals. Uh, In my family, we also save money in a couple of different ways. There will be a link in the show notes. But we use firewood as our main heat source during the winter. My husband loves cutting firewood, and it helps save us so much money over propane. Uh, We do have a propane furnace that's there as a backup, but we easily save thousands of dollars in heating costs each year. We also garden and preserve the vegetables we grow by canning and freezing. My husband is a hunter as well, so we always have plenty of ground meat in the freezer at least. Those things all help keep our grocery costs down. And I know not everybody can do those things, but you can find unique ways to save money yourself. You can also save in big ways. There are more radical ways to save money too. You can sell a big asset to pay down debt. That second car, a recreational vehicle, or even many small items from around the house. If your housing costs are too high, consider moving. I know that's hard to hear, and obviously these solutions aren't for everyone, but if it makes sense and you're committed to debt payoff, these tips can really help you make progress. While mortgage interest rates are low, you can also refinance your mortgage. It's important to consider the associated fees and how long you plan to live at that house, but if you can shave 1% off of your interest rate, it might be a good idea. You can also refinance vehicle loans to reduce the interest rate or the monthly payment. Um, 
important to keep paying that old amount towards your debt though um usually we actually refinanced the loan that we have on my husband's truck to get a lower interest rate and a lower monthly payment that freed up a little bit more to put towards our focus debt and the truck is actually next on our payoff list so it'll be paid off early but it freed up more money each month each you know budget month to put towards other debts too you can also save all year long <laughs> finally this is obviously a plug for my frugal year challenge it is a deep dive course into 12 different money-saving areas throughout the year. The program is free during 2021, so sign up now even if you don't have time to go through it, and it focuses on one area each month so that you don't get overwhelmed and you have time to implement the strategies shared. Topics covered include insurance, groceries, travel, and more. Another way to pay off debt is to make saving money fun through challenges. You can save surprising amounts of money by doing a challenge for a specific time period. It's going to be really super hard <laughs> to not eat out or buy new clothes for you know a whole year, but you can do those things for a week or a month. I created the 30-day challenge tracker, which is linked in the show notes, to make staying on track easier. My husband and I used the tracker for two no eating out challenges at the end of 2020. Between those two challenges, we saved at least $200 just by not eating out. We had already cut back on dining out significantly due to COVID and having a toddler who prefers running around grazing to sitting at a table like a civilized person. So it's hard to know exactly how much we saved, but it was quite a bit. Another way to use the 30-day challenge tracker is to create a no-spend month challenge. You can make the rules for your family, but there are many ways to do this. Uh, one way is to spend only on essentials, including groceries, but that means no entertainment, clothing, dining out, etc. You can spend only on essentials, not including groceries. You would eat the food in your pantry or your freezer. And a third option is to spend on essentials, groceries, and a limited defined amount of other spending. So say you, uh, you know, spend money on your essentials, groceries, and then you have $100 for the rest of the month to cover eating out, clothing purchases, toys, whatever springs up. So you make the rules, but write them down and follow them. On the back of the 30-day challenge tracker sheet, you could also write down all of the things you wanted to buy but didn't. Add those up at the end of the month and see how much money you saved by just not spending. The point of a no-spend month is to save money, though. That means that you do not stock up before the month or go off-budget in anticipation of being frugal next month. So you're not spending tons of money this month because you're going to save money next month. Those will, you know, cancel each other out and it defeats the purpose. You also need to communicate with your partner while you pay off debt. I asked my husband if he had any suggestions for this post and communication was his answer. So if you had met him 10 years ago, that answer would absolutely shock you, but he is 100% correct. If you are in a partnership where you share finances or financial goals, you need to discuss why it is important for you to pay off debt. And then you need to listen to your partner's responses. 
to be truly successful, it's important to be on the same page because both of your actions should move you guys toward a common goal. Having opposite goals is going to lead to disagreements at the very least. A resistant spouse may be hard to convert to a more frugal line of thinking, but it's important to not bully or pressure. There will be a link in the show notes to a blog post on this exact topic, but I think it's essential for both partners to come to this process willingly and with determination. Paying off debt is hard and typically a long process. No one, no one wants to be miserable for years. Make sure to tell your partner these things. Why debt freedom is important to you. What you or your family could do without wasting all that money on debt payments. You could travel, pay for your kid's college or activities now. You could have a more comfortable retirement. You could save for big purchases that mean a lot to you, like maybe buying a new camper or a new car. Tell them how much you are spending on interest each year how much you pay toward debt each month now, and discuss your feelings about having this debt. You could be stressed, anxious, you know, living paycheck to paycheck and feeling stuck, fearful, losing sleep. Just be honest and open with your partner. You also need to accept that, unfortunately, debt payoff is a long process. Don't feel discouraged if you're looking at two to three years of debt payoff, or even longer. Everyone's situation is different and complex. Do your best to keep moving forward. The Smart Dollar program from Dave Ramsey has a debt snowball tool to monitor your debt payoff journey. You can input how much extra you are able to pay beyond the minimum payments each month, and then the program will estimate when you'll have everything paid off. At first, the timeline may seem forever long, but it is very satisfying to see the deadline move closer after you make an knot an unexpected payment. I have another post, uh, seven steps to find your motivation for debt payoff that has pretty obviously seven ways to keep up your motivation during this long process. Go read that post. It's linked in the show notes or listen to the podcast episode when it's up for more details. But those seven tips are one, identify what's important Two, get on the same page with your partner Three, turn your priorities into goals. Four, remind yourself of your motivation for debt payoff by using visual reminders. Five, watch the numbers change by tracking your progress with a debt payoff chart. And there's even one included in the debt payoff planner, which you can download through the show notes for free. Six, set rewards. Seven, celebrate your victories with like-minded people. So find a community that supports you. I am not going to sugarcoat the reality. It can be discouraging and hard to stay focused on debt payoff. The length of the process makes it even more important to discuss your dreams with your partner to make sure your why, your motivation for this journey is enough to keep you going day after day. So to summarize, you need to have a plan to effectively pay off your debt. Use the debt payoff planner to do just that. Find ways to save money and make saving money fun or to make more money while you're going through the long debt payoff process. Finally, make sure to communicate with your partner if you have one. Get on the same page and settle in for the long haul with a good attitude. What should you do next? If you haven't already, 
download the debt payoff planner from balancedfi.com slash debt payoff planner. It's also linked in the show notes. Use it as your guide for the debt payoff process. Using the debt payoff tracker at the back of the planner download to measure your progress too. Keep your chin up and keep trying. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you enjoy the Balance Fi podcast, I'd be so grateful if you left us a review on iTunes or told a friend. As always, you can head to balancedfi.com to connect with me and stay in touch. I'm on Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, and Twitter at balancedfi. Until next time, stay intentional and look for balance.